Bart Life Living, a podcast about the life of a 20-something, the fuck-ups and learnings and real-life inspiration, how you can make the very most out of your 20s. Hello and welcome to new episode. My name is Olivia and I'm just a regular 20-something and millennial trying to figure this thing called life out right now. And in this episode, I talk about how to truly connect to family and friends. I talk about why we need to prioritize seeing family and friends on a regular basis, sitting down and having face-to-face chat but also some tips and tricks on how you can stay in touch online when they're abroad or you don't see them so often. I also chat about the struggles, um, how family and friends aren't always easy and my struggles right now with it and why we're all shit at staying in touch and that's okay. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with your family and friends if you do like it. Leave me a review in the app store and subscribe and follow the Quarter Life Living podcast. And if you want, you can stop by on Instagram and drop me a comment there under my latest picture. I will link everything in the show notes. Enjoy guys. Hello and welcome to another episode of Quarter Life Living. I hope you're doing well and you're probably in the midst of celebrating Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> or it's in and around the new year and this time is a lot about family and friends and also about reflecting on things. So This is another quarter life living deep episode. Um, I think if you've listened to a couple of episodes already, you might have noticed I'm not about like talking about fluff. I'm all about like deep talk. So in this episode, I'm going to chat a little bit about connecting with friends and family, how you can reconnect with your friends and family maybe when you're seeing them after a long time and how you can stay connected if you're living abroad or you don't see them that often. And yeah, I generally have a very, very good relationship with most of my family. I'm gonna be lying if I say all of them. And I'm actually quite good at staying in touch with people, kind of. I mean, it's hard. Staying in touch with people is freaking hard. But I think I'm quite good at it. And I I definitely prioritize um, seeing my family and friends very, very regularly. But I have talked to quite a few people and they always say like, I don't find time, I I can't prioritize, I'm super bad at staying in touch. Who's not bad at staying in touch, like seriously? So just as a breather for all of you, we're all bad at staying in touch. And I think one of the biggest learnings so far in my 20s and what might help you to relax, I always think of like when I haven't texted someone back or I haven't gotten back to them or 
if they haven't gotten back to me, I actually have a lot more understanding for that now because I just know I'm just like, hey, people are busy. People are overwhelmed with their careers and their, I don't know, lovers, partners, their single life. They don't want to talk to anyone. And that's fine. Like everybody has their own shit going on. And if somebody doesn't reply right away, I don't take it personally. So first learning from this episode, just don't take it personally when people um, don't get the time to reply. And it's quite funny, like there are some people who are really, really shit at staying in touch. Like they never text, they never call. But when you meet them, it's like nothing ever happened, like you're best friends again. So yeah, I think you also need to figure out like what type of person is this? How does he or she like to communicate? And I'm gonna get a little bit into things um, like how you can communicate and stay in touch later on. But first of all, I want to say how important it is to prioritize seeing family and friends and spending time with these people. I can't remember when it was, but maybe a year or two ago, I saw a video of people asking older generations who were kind of in an old folks home and had gone through life and they said to them you know what are your biggest regrets and what really matters in life and at the end of this what really came out it's relationships relationships with your family your friends and your loved ones and this quote or this thought really stuck with me and I've been a person to prioritize these things in the past but I think I do more so now and it really it's at the core of my values and it's at the core of why I make certain decisions decisions like where I'm gonna live if you've listened to a couple of episodes you might have heard that I was living abroad for a while and one of the main reasons why I moved back to Vienna, Austria, which is where I lived beforehand, was to be close to family and friends and yeah, like big decisions like that are definitely influenced by me prioritizing relationships and family and friends. I've often heard um, people say, I can't afford it, I can't afford to come home or find an excuse. Oh, I'm so busy. Like, I'm just so busy. I have so much going on at work and like I can't deal with... And I get it, like, as I said, we're all freaking busy. But if you want to make time, you can make time for your family and your friends. And there is no excuse for it. Like, really, like, are you going to prioritize a job or... I don't know, cleaning your apartment, whatever it is, over like having this real life connection with someone. And that's one thing I have learned from, I have relations all over the world. I have friends all over the world. And as much as I love them and we send each other Snapchats and voice notes and we follow each other in Instagram, we follow each other's journey, kind of, like there is nothing in the world that beats face-to-face interaction nothing like giving someone a hug and 
just chatting, just sitting down with a cup of tea and chatting and saying, hey, how are you doing? Like, really, how are you really doing? Not how your Instagram feed is telling me, like how you should be doing, because how often does it happen that you look at someone's feed and you're like, this person's having a fantastic life, like, oh my god, I'm so... I'm so jealous. I would love to be living that life. And then you sit down with them and you say, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, well, actually, I'm actually struggling quite a lot. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, and no judging on this. Like, this is good. This is where people open up, like face to face interaction. But yeah, um, I think that's the number one way to stay connected and the number one thing to prioritize is to save money and put it to the side to go see your family and prioritize it over I don't know work or other stuff because it's so so important in the end that's what life is about it's about having relationships with other people This might seem a little bit obvious, but I think the main reason to stay connected with family and friends, and I'm actually getting quite emotional talking about this topic because because it's something I think I'm struggling a bit with right now. I feel like I have a lot, a lot of friends. I have a lot of family. But I don't get to see them that often. As I said, everyone has their own lives. And I have these like sprinkled friends, like single single ones. Ones I went to uni with, ones I went to school with. Ones I've met like recently through events or whatever. And there's no like unity or connection. So... I think that's what I'm struggling with right now. I don't feel like I have this core group and I don't feel like we see each other often enough to really form this deep, deep connection. And the last time I I felt this deep connection, well, there was a couple of times actually with friends yeah, and, and this is a great way to connect to friends, is to live with them. So for instance, uh, I was living in Stockholm and I was living with others. So that was a really nice way to like form deep connections. Also at school, like how awesome was that? And I think that's one of the struggles of going through your 20s is reminiscing on this time when you had your gang and like everybody was hanging out and like why don't we do that anymore <laughs> like why don't we have a slumber party like and all just I don't know eat popcorn until five in the morning watch shitty movies so if you want to have a sleepover call me up guys <laughs> all right so maybe I'm also quite emotional about this. So that's one thing I'm struggling with right now, I think. Let me know if you are too. But what has helped me to stay in touch with friends, and this has been a game changer somehow, 
and family is voice notes and sending videos. As you guys know, because you're listening to my podcast, I'm a lover of the format of audio content because it's so personal. Like you get to hear that person's voice. It's so much more than writing what they wrote. So the voice note is the quickest way of giving that personal little sprinkle and yeah, reminding someone of what your voice sounds like, how you had conversations and like, I don't know, it's this weird sensation when I get a voice note from a friend I haven't heard from in a while. I'm like, ah, this is what she sounds like, like this is what what our conversations were like and like it's so nice also for birthdays and stuff I always try to send voice notes they're so much more personal also getting back to where I was saying like you need to figure out how a person communicates a friend of mine who I recently met it's quite funny actually like when she writes it's super impersonal and I'm like did I do something wrong (laughs) And then she would send like a two minute voice note and be like, hey, how you doing? Like, everything is good. And I'm like, okay, she's not mad at me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's important to not take these things personally and also figure out like which person likes to communicate what way. Another game changer, especially in this day and age and What I'm definitely going to be practicing over Christmas and New Year's is putting that freaking phone down and just interacting with the people around you. Unfortunately, we live in this day and age where we're always stuck in our phones and checking Instagram, feel like we might be missing out on something. But it's such a simple thing. Just put away the fucking phone. Don't leave it on the table. Like... By leaving it on the table, and I've done this, I'm not saying I'm perfect, like you're signaling to other people that, I don't know, you'd rather be somewhere else, or someone who's not actually there is more important. Like, what the f- <laughs> Like, what are we doing? What kind of society are, are we at right now? And really, yeah, just when you're spending quality time with family, and most of the time it usually as I said we're so busy we don't have that much time to spend with them anymore so when you're actually there with them spend it with them and don't pick up the phone every 10 minutes and check Instagram this has been like I love doing this with my my mom or my dad or all the family or friends um, or even my boyfriend walking or hiking like there's something about like walking up a mountain or walking around the city even or going to a beach and just walking and having a chat um I don't know it's just so nice like walking and having a chat and not looking at your phone it really makes the mind wander it's just a lovely way to get out and conversations just start flowing so any outdoor activity 
or any outdoor activity. So for my dad's birthday, we actually, instead of giving him gifts, and I'm a number one fan of this kind of gifting, is to gift your time instead of gifting like something physical. So my dad loves biking and bike tours. So I organized a bike tour for him. And he was just like, I can't believe all of you. So it was like my stepsister, my stepbrother, her boyfriend, my boyfriend, my stepmother, like we all took the time to go away for two days and my dad was just like this is so amazing like that you guys took the time and we had freaking fun too like biking around and yeah like new conversations start erupting and it's just so nice I don't know (laughs) like Go on a hike, go on a biking tour, go do that with your family. It's so nice. One thing that I mainly do to stay in touch with my Irish girls, which are my friends who I went to school with. And unfortunately, I'm not seeing them for Christmas this year, which is super sad. (laughs) But we stay in touch per Snapchat. And that's what I used to stay in touch with my boyfriend when we had a long distance relationship. And this can be a super fun thing to do because it has all these like funny filters and changes your voice. And you just send a quick Snapchat and be like, hey, how are you doing? Um, tell them about your day. And it's this one to one interaction. Um, I guess you can do that too through Instagram as well. But I don't know I feel like snapchat is a bit more fun um we also send like videos in family group chats so I'm in a couple of family group chats because I have a very big patchwork family but um this is the nicest place to share personal photos and videos and I really try to make a point of sharing pictures and photos and videos that are more private like in these groups instead of them just knowing what's going on in your life because they saw it on Instagram. One thing I still do is I send postcards especially to my grandma. It's like a tradition but I think anyone nowadays would appreciate a postcard or Christmas card because yeah. Who does that nowadays? Like nobody. So all in all, I think there are a lot of things you can use to stay in touch with your family and friends. But as I said, nothing, nothing in the world beats that one-on-one interaction. And that's why I have always made it a priority to save up money to go see friends um even if it's just for a night like I have a friend in Dublin and I always make a point of trying to stay with her for one night because I grew up with her and she was like my best friend when I was a kid and every time we meet up we have like deep conversations and everything's like it used to be but it's just not the same when you're texting or voice messaging So all in all, I think we just need to prioritize that. And when we do see people, we need to look them in the eyes and talk to them and say, hey, what's going on? Another thing I love doing is playing board games. This is super fun as well. 
But anyway, that's enough about connecting. I also want to mention something that's a bit more serious and I guess a bit more difficult to deal with. I'm very lucky to be on good terms with most of my family, on very good terms with friends as well. Um, But I realize that it's not the case for all. Some people have had huge fights within their family. Some people have even lost family members. And I feel for you guys so much. It's something, I mean, there's some people in my family I've lost touch with and I would love to get in touch with again. And maybe I will do that. Hey, it's Christmas. Like, we were watching Love Actually. I was watching Love Actually with my friends the other night. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, I missed one. I had my friends over and this was most cute evening ever. We decided to do, like, arts and crafts. And this really got the conversation going. Like, when we were just doing stuff with our hands and, like, drinking tea and stuff. So nice. Whereas usually we just go out for a meal and I feel like it really opened up like different conversations and deeper conversations. But getting back to it, um, yeah, there's definitely people in my family that I don't have that much contact or any contact with. And yeah, we were watching Love actually on this evening of Arts and Crafts afterwards, which is super cute, super cheesy. Um, but in the movie, you know, people are like, hey, it's Christmas, so I'm going to tell everyone, like, I'm going to tell them I love them. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should do that too, like get in touch with people who I have wanted to get in touch with for a long time, but haven't had the guts to do it. And also my heart breaks for those um, who have lost someone. I have lost both my nana and granddad in recent years. And that can make Christmas a hard time. Especially if it's someone very close to you. So for anyone who isn't as lucky to connect with certain members in your family anymore. Or friends. My hugs go out to you. And my love because I know that Christmas can be super hard and yeah but I think it also brings the family or friends who are here who went through this struggle together actually closer. I've seen it in my own family and it's amazing how things like shift when people pass away. I don't want to get too deep on this but I think it's also had a huge effect on how I see life and I think moments like these in your life do that to you. Alright guys, so those were my thoughts and my inputs and my struggles. For me, family and friends hold a very, very big place in my heart and Maybe you can hear that right now and I'm actually very surprised at how how much love and emotion came up in this episode. I wasn't sure what to put in this episode but I think it turned out quite well. I hope you enjoyed it and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Just drop me a comment on Instagram. I will link it in the show notes or go to my blog 
And share this episode with any family member or friend who think could do with listening to this. Um, yeah, I hope you have a lovely Christmas and New Year's and have time to spend the amazingest time with family and friends. Eat until you basically explode and also reflect on the past year and the good things to come in 2019. I want to say a big thank you because I'm also reflecting a lot right now for listening, for following me on my journey and being a part of Quarter Life Living. This is more than just me, it's about you guys out there listening and yeah, I just want to say thank you and I will be chatting to you in the new year. Bye guys. Bye.